When you're navigating the complicated world of real estate, you want someone you can trust holding your hand along the way. Here's just the right person and just the right program. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday morning. Uh, it is, uh, what's the day today? 14th? Oh, 14th. 14th. It is Valentine's Day. Every woman in the world day. knows this day. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kath and uh, Courtney uh, in the studio with us uh, today. Um, big uh, Valentine's Day plans today, anybody? Yes, I'm going to sell a couple houses. You're going to sell a couple <laughs> houses today. Here, well, let's move your mic closer. Put your mic up. Yes, Kath. I'm going to sell a go. couple houses, Dad. And if I'm selling houses, that's, a, that's good enough for me. There you go. Nick and I don't even celebrate Valentine's Day anymore. It's kind of a, we're anti- uh, Celebrate it tomorrow when everything's half off. See? And, right? <laughs> it's like Halloween. That's yeah. what else they say, too. Yeah. Yeah, I go for, yeah, everything's I saw, half off. I saw an advertisement that said um, the uh, the best way to celebrate Valentine's Day is on the 15th because chocolate is 70% off. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Lots coming up on the show today. We're going to talk about the biggest and most common remodeling mistakes. We're also going to cover some uh, some master bathroom must-haves, uh, and we're going to talk with the uh, with the fellow realtor uh, Dan and Verity uh, with uh, Deerbrook about uh, a charity that uh, that he works with, and about uh, some events that are happening to help raise money and send kids to camp. So we'll talk about that at seven thirty uh, today as well. But uh, a an eventful week for everybody this week. Very busy week. Very busy week. How so? Uh, lots of buyers. Got a couple new listings. Uh, talking to tons of people about uh, about our yard sale and yes. the uh, cause that it's for, and just lots, lots happening. Yeah, we finally it's got uh, our our yard sale location and uh, charity and picked charity, out, yeah. which is uh, which is good. Which is actually the Kiwanis Club of Windsor. Um, and we'll learn more about that at seven thirty again today. But uh, yeah, the donations have started rolling in. We could use lots more, so if anybody has any uh, any items they'd like to donate for the charity yard sale, uh, give us a call. We'd love to uh, stop by and uh, and pick them up. But uh, you guys did some yoga this week, didn't you? Oh, yeah, we do yoga we every did. week. Yes. We're so lucky we have a, um, what's the formal word, a yogi? <laughs> yeah, yogi, yogi part of the part of the team. Yes, yeah, we have a. Do you have a title? Is, it, is, there, is there a title or just certified? A certified yoga instructor, yeah. So it's okay. not, it's the two hundred, really... the two hundred hour certification. So two hundred hours, yeah. really? Yeah. I prefer Aww. yogi. Yogi. It's much more, uh, <laughs> much more interesting. So yes, yeah, so we have we have a, a an, an in house yogi. Yeah. So we get personal, private lessons. It's just the best. And yeah. people could try me to trying to get me to do it, then it ain't gonna happen. One day. You need uh, it. One you day, need yeah. it to decompress. What are you saying? Nothing. <laughs> Am I too wound up? Especially after this week. Wait till people hear oh your story. Oh my gosh. Oh yes. Oh yeah. It's definitely been quite uh, quite an interesting week this week. First of all, this weekend we've been painting. Oh, I thought you were boys, starting today. Uh, no, I started yesterday. Oh. We, uh, I started um, Olivier's room yesterday, and we got that done. So now today will be new baby girl's room, um, oh. and we're prepping for uh, for April. So that's gonna that's gonna happen. But I'm a professional painter. Listen, after I'm painting a the office, <laughs> after painting the office when we renovated the office, and now the boys' rooms. I, said, I told Nick, I said I've got the hang of this. We can do the rest of the house now. At this point. <sighs> But, so I've been oh. looking for a painter. I just need to call you. Exactly. You were right in front of me oh, all the piece, time. Piece of cake. Well, he needed the practice on the on That's the office, right. and now now he's considered professional because now <laughs> yes. he's got lots uh, of practice. Just like just like you know, with yoga, two hundred hours of practice. Well, yeah. I've, I've painted for then it feels golden. like two hundred hours. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't so want to know like, what you charge, though. Oh, it's it wouldn't be cheap, Kath. It <laughs> yeah. wouldn't be cheap. And I would say put it on my tab, but the problem is you get my check before I get my <laughs> check, so I might be in trouble. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nothing beats, you know, um, what day was it we went to Toronto? Wednesday. Um, Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? Yes. So for anyone listening out there that we, you know, that was listening last week, we, um, my wife and I recently purchased uh, Doobie's uh, Flooring and Decorating, um, uh, a flooring and paint store. They carry pair of paint um, and window coverings. And uh, it just so happens, luckily for us, that it's about three doors down from our office. So I can run back and forth. Um, and this week there was a trade show in Toronto that we had to get to. Um, and there was, we're, we're going to start carrying Levelor blinds at the store. And, uh, so the Levelor rep had told us we have a, a store in the Toronto area that's needing to get rid of their Levelor display so you can have it for free. They're normally a couple thousand dollars. So we say, perfect. We'll head down there. We'll pick it up. And uh, we have the big massive doobies van. And, uh, so we're heading to Toronto. Leave at 745 in the morning. We told the, uh, the store that we'd be there for, you know, noon. 12.30 to pick up the display. They were open 11 to 6, so it worked out perfect. So we start pulling out, and uh, we start slowing down on the 401. Um, and At what? You said about 11 o'clock? Yeah, about 11 o'clock. And not just slowing down. Wait a sec. Now we're stopped. Okay, well, it's, just, it's not uncommon. You know, it's a little fender bender or whatever. And one hour turns into two, turns into three, turns into four hours. <laughs> Turns into five hours. We sat on the 401 for five hours. Our patient little Dan. <gasps> oh, oh, my I felt goodness. for you. So Tracy and I, again, I've had this 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 company for a week now. And I, I told Tracy, I said, well, we're going to get eight hours. The store manager said, we'll get eight hours in the car together. So we'll get to know each other really well. And so we joked then. We said, okay, well, when we said we get to know each other really well, we didn't mean <laughs> 10 hours in the car together. But uh, yes, so it literally took us. 10 hours to get to Markham. Uh, 10 hours. So we get there, and we're about an hour away. Because the GPS is saying, okay, you'll, you'll be there. I think it's a nine, uh, 519. The store closes at 6. So we called the store. We said, please, like, don't close on us. We're coming. It's just, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, no, I heard about that traffic in on the 401. Not a problem. Um, but just FYI, I have to be gone by 6. I have an appointment. So I'm like, oh, boy, this is not going to be pretty. Um and so, of course, we get to Toronto, and get to the 407, and of course, it's backed up. That's our luck. It's backed up. So, I'm watching the GPS. You know, the estimated time of arrival is going from 519 to 520, 525, 530, 540. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, we're, we're literally going to be like, you know, to the minute. So, at 10-2, we are a kilometer away from the store. We're a kilometer away, but we're still <laughs> slow but traffic. But you're in Toronto. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so a kilometer takes like a half an hour. <laughs> so Tracy's on the phone with this lady from this from this this blind store in Toronto, and she's begging her, begging her to stay. Please, we've driven ten hours to get this display. Please don't lock up on us. And the lady just kept saying, "I'm sorry, but I have to go. I have to oh go." My like, God. There was no one else there. There was nobody else there. Oh. Tracy said, "Please, can you just roll it out to the to the <laughs> sidewalk, and we will just we'll be there in like five minutes. We'll miss you by five minutes. We'll pick it up and we'll go." No, I'm sorry, the owner won't let me do that. Oh. I'm like, ah. Oh. So we, we again, I was probably being a little unsafe driving because I'm trying, you know, like this lady's going to cause an accident. <laughs> so we get there and don't we run out of this van. She was still there waiting for us. Oh. Was it after and six? It was 10 after six. Oh my 10 gosh. 10 after six. 
And I said, if we would have driven here <laughs> 10 hours in traffic to not get this thing, it would have been horrible. So uh, we get there and we told her, yeah, we just we just came from Windsor. We left at 745. Windsor? Oh, I thought you were in Waterloo. We're like, no, we told you we drove 10 hours to get this thing. Oh, <laughs> so we got it. Windsor. We got it. We, we <laughs> heaved it in the back of the van and... Uh, yeah, we made it back home around 1.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. We were hoping to be back by 9, by 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. But 1.30 in the morning, drove through some horrible traffic on the way, oh uh, horrible God. weather on the way back. Yeah, it was quite the uh, it was quite the fun little day. But Tracy and I got to really, uh, got to know each other for sure. Is she, is she still working with us? Yeah, she, yeah she's, she's still there. Dude, she's yeah. still part. She's still there. Um, but uh, yeah, so we literally spent, what, 15 hours together? In the van, you can only talk about so much, you know. Yes. <laughs> after, after hour three, okay, we've covered everything. Nap <laughs> what, time. What else can we talk about? But uh, no, it was a, it was a good trip, and uh, we're happy we got that display. And so the store should start carrying Level Or. They carry Hunter Douglas blinds okay. right now, but we want to bring in, you know, a more affordable product as well. So we're expecting that this week. And but that that was that was my, the extent of my uh, my fun week, and uh, just obviously the stuff at the office. But what do you do? You just um, never know when you're traveling up that way. Eh? Like no. London is always that that snowbell. That, that, yeah, that it's snow crazy. Belt. You just never. They had know. another real big squall in that area yesterday because yes. I, I had clients whose uh, brother um, texted them and said he was caught in that. He couldn't see three feet in front of him. He said it was just they were driving along. It was perfect, and wham! And in sudden, one second, yeah. could see nothing. Yeah, unbelievable. That's, eh? that's, that's a tough spot. But it's yeah. been. Uh, it's been good. And I have to say hello to everybody who stopped in the store um, at Doobies this last week. People are listening to the show. Oh, and they, good. One, one couple walks in and uh, they had, um, uh, you know, their their uh, the bag. They're returning stuff, uh, coming to exchange some paint. I'll get the story out eventually. But they're, they were coming to, to get some paint from the paint store. And uh, she looks over and she says to her husband, I think that's Dan Chavis. <laughs> and, I, and I heard her. I said, hi there. She says, are you Dan? I said, I, I am Dan. She says, oh my goodness. My husband and I were just talking about how we were coming come to the store and we were hoping you'd be here. And we didn't actually think you'd actually work at the store. <laughs> I said, well, I don't. My, my real estate office is down the street. I'm just here this week trying to get things, you know, organized. I said, I don't typically <laughs> intend on being here every day, but. Um, I gotta get when I, I Sue's on vacation there, so yes. I was the the lucky chosen one to drive her there at four in the morning over to the states and and coming back over because we had our vault. The guy at the border started talking to me about the vault. Yes, and about the Dan Jemis team and and what? started talking about you. So didn't even ask me really about what what I was doing or whatever. And we had a whole blown like fifteen minute conversation about the vault and real estate and. And Dan and how he's heard great things about you and doobies. I'm sure, and I'm I'm sure like, the line behind you really enjoyed that. <laughs> oh, yeah, really appreciated that. Cool. <laughs> oh boy. So that was that was yeah. Oh, I hear buzz neat. all the time. I just don't tell Dan everything I hear because you know his head might not fit through the door. So I just tell him one or two nice things. <laughs> That's what Nick always says at home. She says, "Honey, you know you get enough from everybody else." I said, "I know. Listen, it's oh, what do you do? <laughs> I got the best staff in the world, the best team in the world. They just." Oh, well, you pay us, funny. remember, Dan. You pay know, us. Uh, we got to keep telling you nice things. Yeah, I know. We're pretty lucky we have uh, some pretty amazing people on the team. Okay, when we come back, we're going to cover uh, the biggest and most common remodeling mistakes. Oh, Lots that more to be come. Oh, yeah, that should, it'll be interesting for sure. All right, so we'll talk about that right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. For real estate service you can count on, call the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. For real estate advice you can trust, you listen to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, a paid program on AM800.
Here's your host, Dan Jemis. Welcome back. The biggest and most common remodeling mistake, something we often talk about uh, when we're buying and, and selling houses for clients, uh, and we're trying to explain to them that this might not be the best use of money. Um, or you might, you know, find better use doing this instead. So let, let's go through some of the, the biggest remodeling mistakes. Number one, starting with an unrealistic budget or no budget at all. Now, from someone who has just gone through a huge remodel with the office, you always have to plan to go over budget. Oh, yes. Been there. <laughs> I don't care how close you, you know, you look at the numbers, you're going to uncover something. And Kathy, like you said, you've been there too, Right. You are going to uncover something that is not going to work in your favor. Yes. And apparently, when you buy a hundred and forty-year-old building, you <laughs> uncover more than uh, more than not. Who but, knew? Uh, yeah, it was expected. But it's one of the one of the biggest things that people find. Okay. Uh, number two, attempting to do everything yourself. Yourself. <laughs> I knew that was coming. That should almost be number one. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes people want to save a buck. Yes. But doesn't uh, work in their favor. And they end up spending more money than if they would have just done it professionally in the first place. Yep. And it would have looked better. Yes. Yep. We see it all the time. Yep. Like painting the kids' bedrooms. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I actually am I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> I ended up having to tape the ceiling like because I started cutting the, the ceiling and it just turned out to be horrible. There's an art to that, I'll tell you. I'd I had say, to watch them do it. I had to stop and I had to just tape it because... It was brutal. Um, number three, hiring the contractor who offers you the lowest bid. Ah. Cheap is, you, you get what you not, pay for, yes. right? You yes. get what you pay for. Um, number four, disregarding the effect on your property values. So this is, I, I would say, what we often look at as realtors. We'll go into the house and someone will say, you know what? Um, we're thinking of redoing our kitchen. And how often do we say, you know what? Nuh-uh, put the brakes on. You're not going to get that $15,000 back, $10,000 back, you know, $20,000 back. Um, people just sometimes want to spend money. Well, know? kitchens are well, kitchens yeah, are pretty big to get your money back. But but how often do we go into a house and, you know, they want so much money for it and it's capped for the neighborhood or the street. You're not going to get more money out of it. No. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful. Yeah. Right? There's nothing more heartbreaking to us, to a realtor. When we go into a property and we find out that they need to get whatever two hundred thousand dollars out of it, and the neighborhood or the streets only getting one seventy, yeah, <laughs> it's that's heartbreaking. There's nothing worse than yeah. having to share that news, um, you know. But we we've been there too. Number five, uh, over personalizing. One mistake that might be pricey in the long run is to make permanent changes that are not subtle. When resale comes around, that bathroom tile with seashells on it might not go over well with the home buyers. Yeah. Right? Well, everything goes through stages, right? And we sh- we show a lot of properties that are that were probably absolutely top of the line in their day. Yes. Right? And now the the I don't want to get too personal on some houses, but now a lot of the decor yeah. we laugh at now. Like yep. we go in there and go, "Oh, look at this! Is the seventies? This is the sixties?" Right? Oh, listen, and even <laughs> even some of our houses have you know the same thing or parquet flooring or which you know. Yeah, and that was that was big in the time. Well, yeah. exactly. It's at some point it was it was huge, and so uh, it's not uncommon. It's just a matter of you know we're in there to give advice, and we're going to advise people on uh, on what to do or what not to do it, or just you know a heads up that this is not the most popular thing 
need to paint or whatever, right? Even yeah. paint colors. Oh, paint colors are big. Oh, yeah. With the yeah. blue tubs, the... Uh, <laughs> Black know. and orange bedrooms. Yep. and yep. The pink that glows before you open the front door <laughs> oh, and yeah. it's in the back of the house. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Uh, number six, making changes that con- uh, that contrast with your home's style. It is a big mistake to go through major remodeling and in the end have modern additions to a classic farmhouse or end up with a home that mm. creates a bad impression with the neighbors and is out of sync. And again, that's another good story is, you know, we'll go see a house and the neighbors will mention, oh, yeah, that one down the street. You're like, oh. Sticks out or the like one next thumb. door. We wish they, they hadn't done this because it yeah. makes ours look... You know, um, number seven, changing your mind too much. Now, who would do this? Hmm. <clears throat> no comment. <laughs> Once a project has begun, it is important to stick with the original, carefully thought out plans, please, as much <laughs> as possible because changes can be costly. Yep. And will add time to the project's completion date. Yes. Yes, it will. Yes. They can be costly and will add time. I started out my first renovation with uh, French doors. I wanted these beautiful French doors. I always loved French doors, and I wanted just French doors between my dining room and my kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Ended up taking out walls, doing all <laughs> new floors, different ceiling. Oh, my Lord. I do I do have the French doors, though. I just put them in a different and spot. Yes, you do, a different yeah. room. <laughs> they look nice there. They do look very nice there. Yeah, that wasn't the original plan. but <laughs> So I encompassed just about all of that, except we didn't do it ourselves. But I did encompass, you know, not sticking to the budget, <laughs> changing my mind too many times. Oh, boy. Uh, last on the list is not finishing. It is better oh. to not start a remodel project than to start one and leave it half done. In most, almost every case, it has something to do with money or running into problems and additions that we're not budgeted for, or we just turn to being lazy and we just think, you know what, we'll finish it tomorrow. Oh, and then yeah. tomorrow turns into two weeks, which turns two into years. two months <laughs> yes. and two years. You know, but that's uh, quite an interesting list there of uh, the biggest and most common remodeling mistakes any regrets with your with your remodel any regrets yeah. with my remodel it turned out um, very nice no i don't think so it needs to be done again now it's been like 12 years okay. or whatever so i do have to stop at doobies and get some fresh paint my house needs some fresh paint yeah. and but the problem is i i never really wanted to change anything until just lately and now that i've got that thought in my mind everything's starting to bug me Right? Yeah. Like, I want to change my countertop, and uh-oh, if I can't change the countertop, I better change the backsplash. And I want all new handles on the cupboards, and then my kitchen floor is kind of dated, and Gary's going, are you kidding me? <laughs> Look at that. Hey, listen, and Doobies can even deliver the paint to you. Oh, yes, you that's go. right. Free yes. delivery all over Windsor Essex. Okay, back with more right after this on the Dan Gemis Real Estate Show. You make better decisions when you are informed of what's going on. Real estate is often the largest investment you'll ever make. You want a real estate team you can trust helping you along the way. And definitely be able to make better decisions because of it. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800 with one of the most trusted realtors in Windsor, Essex, Dan Jemis. Welcome back to the show. A, about a month ago, uh, the Dan Jemis team was approached... Uh, by a fellow realtor in Windsor-Essex uh, to uh, team up for a charity event coming up. Uh, and that uh, fellow realtor uh, who's with us right now is uh, Dan Inverarity, a sales rep with Deerbrook. Good morning, Dan. How are you? 
Good morning, Dan. How are you guys? Uh, we're very good, thank you. Now, you approached us uh, for this, this charity event uh, that will be happening on uh, on April 9th, and it is for uh, the Kiwanis Club of Windsor. And, and Kath and I, um, and Sue at the time that you sat down with, um, we're both very curious, and, and obviously, you know, just like you, we all love to do uh, charity stuff and, and help out wherever we can. Uh, but we had to learn a bit more about the Kiwanis Club. And uh, Kath and I did a tour uh, mm-hmm. with you. Um, was the it camp. a couple weeks of the camp? Yeah. Uh, but why don't you tell folks uh, listening about the Kiwanis Club and, and exactly what it does? Well, Kiwanis is an international organization all over the world. There are thousands of clubs. Uh, the Windsor chapter, from what I hear, is the first or second in Canada, uh, opened around 1910, 1920. It's always geared towards helping kids. And they've worked, the club worked their way through all the way to the 1940s. And right around the Second World War, after the Second World War, um, some money was donated, and they, they bought a bunch of land out in Oxley, and they built the camp for the kids. And it's been operating ever since then. Probably 30,000 kids have went through that camp um since the 1940s probably a lot of listeners right now we're at the Qantas camp so uh, it has a long long history but as most service clubs they you know they get into trouble they get into trouble like younger people don't want to be involved in these things and you need a lot of members to raise money there was hundreds of members in this club before but now when I got into it about four or five years ago there was literally two or three members left so that wow. was the problem. They could, they just couldn't raise the money anymore. So, you know, I brought some more people onto the board, and we're raising funds, and we're saving the camp. And we've kept it open for the last couple of years, and we plan to keep it open for a long time. Unbelievable. How did you get involved, Dan? About six, seven years ago, uh, as you know, I'm a realtor. They asked me to sell one of their parcels of property. They have four out in Oxley, right next to the lake. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask why. I just did my job, and I sold it. And then about two years later, they called me again. They said, um, we have to meet. So I met with them. They said, we're out of money. We can't raise funds anymore. And uh, we just want to sell the camp. And I thought, ooh, not a great idea. But, you know, if you have to do that, you have to do it. So I looked at the zoning on it, and it wasn't going to be worth a lot of money. So I worked with a lawyer friend of mine. We rezoned with the residential lots, made it more valuable. And then we were just going to sell it off, and the club was going to take the money and pay for other kids to go to camp um, until that money ran out. So, you know, it was a there was a timeline where it was not going to exist anymore. The funds are going to be gone. So a little ways into that process, um, some luck came our way. There was some media uh, was talking about the camp closing, and this organization called Bad Examples Riders Club didn't like the idea of it closing because a lot of their members went to, to the camp also. So they put a motorcycle ride together around Essex County, Tell us a check for $18,000. So we did a short year last year, opened it up, and um, so that kind of kick-started thing. And then I thought, maybe this isn't a good idea to sell. So that's when we got all the new board members on and we're doing all kinds of fundraising. So Fantastic. that's how that all started. How many kids um, has the club been helping on a yearly basis? At the, at the rate we're at now, we can take about 300 per season on a seven-week um, summer holiday as the kids are off. But since the conception of the club in the 40s, it's approximately 30,000 kids from Essex County. Wow. wow. Yeah. And, and what does it cost for a child to go? Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's a summer camp, uh, and they go a week at a time, Dan? Yeah, they come in on the bus at noon on Sunday, 
they have the time of their life, and they, we get them back on the bus on Saturday at noon to go back home. A lot of them don't want to go home. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what, what does it cost? What's the cost for one child to go for a week? Well, we have a sliding scale. Um, I think it's around, that's not my department, but I believe it's 200 to 250. But Mm -hmm. if the family is economically disadvantaged, we will subsidize the child right down to zero. We'll pay the whole thing. Wow. And that's a problem we have because that's not a good business plan. But our motto is, you know, we never say no to a child. Well, which, you know, and and like you were telling us during the tour, Dan, that, um, you know, a lot of the kids come into this camp have really just never seen anything like it. They've never been to a camp. They've never been out to the county, right? No, no. a lot of them come from, you know, areas where they just don't get out a lot. And I say a lot of these kids haven't been past E.C. Row, you know, and, and they get out to the camp and they well, they wonder why we have more stars in the sky than oh they have in God. Windsor because they don't, they don't see that, you know. Yeah. They don't see the trees. They don't see the birds. They don't see the, the lake. They don't see any of this stuff back home. So it's a... It's a new adventure for them, and it's good to have new adventures. Of so. course it is. What, what, is the, uh, what are the age groups of the kids that are coming to camp? Well, we have seven weeks. We have five weeks of 7 to 10 years old, and then we have uh, two weeks of uh, 11 to 14-year-olds. Okay. Yeah. So a good, a good spread there, huh? from 7 to, seven to 14. Um, yeah. Okay, so we have um, – well, before I get to that, what, what would you say the biggest challenges are for the camp? So obviously funding is, <clears throat> is one of the biggest challenges. Any other challenges you have? Funding is always the biggest thing because we do subsidize so many of the children. Um, we, with the help of a, a, a fundraiser, Amanda Gilman, we've got a $1.3 million campaign that we've launched to – Secure the funding for the camp for the next 10 years, and it's a slow go. There's so many charities out there, it's hard to get money, but this is a really important one. What we really need, because we'll never have 100 members like there used to be, we need corporate sponsors to come on, and we want to rename the camp. We don't want, we can't take the word Kiwanis out of it, and obviously Sunshine Camp for Kids got to stay. But on top of that name, Kiwanis, we need something like ABC Manufacturing, Kiwanis Sunshine Camp, to give us about 50000 a year. And they'll have their name on there, and then then we only because we're going to raise about 150 a year, so that'll bring it down to about 100. That'll be a lot easier to do. Yeah. And we've got seven cabins. We would like medium-sized companies to come in and sponsor a cabin for about 7,500 dollars a year, and they can put their name on the cabin. Then we're down to a lot less, and that'll secure the future of the camp for many many years. Okay. Well, and that's uh, hard that's... to get them though. It's hard to get them. We've got a lot of letters that we're just waiting for some people to come back and say yes of course but uh in the meantime we have a couple of of events that are happening uh to raise money for the kiwanis uh one that uh, again you approached us to help with uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that event well you and your guys are great i've got a group of six realtors a couple of more teams um i couldn't do this myself we're putting a fundraiser on at oxley winery out on, uh, in oxley on isla road it's a beautiful location Got a 120 seat gala we're putting together. Uh, at uh, is the um, I'm the, sorry, not yeah, Oxley. Cooper's, yeah, Cooper's yeah. hot. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, Oxley's nice too, though. It is. <laughs> Maybe we'll do it there someday. This yes. Is gonna, this is the first annual. We don't know where it'll be next year. Okay. So it's going to be a, a high end um, dinner, a four course meal. There's going to be a beef dish. There's going to be a fish dish. There's going to be a chicken dish, uh, a soup, and a salad and desserts. All the main courses are going to be gluten free. 
and there's a vegetarian dish also. Awesome. So we're going to raise some money with that. We're asking all the people that are taking the tickets to sponsor at least one child for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, if we get that, we'll have 120 kids paid for for the summer, and we'll be a third of the way through our goal. Fantastic. So, so this team that we put together, as you know, you guys only got to sell 20 tickets, and I have a feeling it's probably going to be sold out as soon as the tickets are published next week. Yeah, we've already got all all ours uh, uh, sold, and and you know the team's been approaching uh, a lot of our, our clients, and they've been sponsoring uh, people uh, or kids as well without even coming to the event. So it's there's there's definitely been a huge response. Um, yeah. You know, the second you have kids involved, uh, you know, people are jumping at the chance to send these kids to camp, which is uh, which is going to be great for them. Um, it's it's a great group of guys from my company. Uh, there's myself. There's Megan Boshin. Yep. Uh, from from your team, you've got yourself, Dan Jemis, you've got Susan Riem, yep. you've got Kathy Talbot, yep. and, the re- and the REMAX group we put together is uh, John Delamonte, Kim Wheeler, Barb Mannery, Robert Laba, and um, Angela Laba. So, Fantastic great, group. Great team. We're all, we're all excited to be involved. Then we also have to mention, uh, you know, we've talked about it on the show quite a bit uh, in the last uh, couple weeks, but our huge indoor charity yard sale that uh, the Dan Jemis team does every year. This year, the funds are going to be going to the Kiwanis Club. So we're, oh, that was incredible. After you guys first said yes to helping me out, I get a call later that day and said, hey, we got a great idea. We do this fundraiser every year. We're in the second year of it. Last year, we made $6,000 and gave it to a charity. We're going to give to the Kiwanis kids this year. You guys are fantastic. Well, listen, we're, we're just happy to help, and uh, the community is always fantastic with our with our charity yard sale and with the donations that they provide uh, for the huge indoor charity yard sale. So we're, we're excited to help, and uh, it'll be lots of fun. And, Dan, good on you for, for being involved with this with this charity. It's, uh, it's a great thing. Thank you. Talk to you later. Uh, of course, Dan. Thanks again. And uh, if you have any questions, uh, you know, feel free to get in touch with the uh, with the team uh, or with Dan and Verity. We'd be happy to help. Um, you know, what a great place, eh, Kath? But you and I did tour it. Oh, um, I was I was so impressed. And and you know, I drive by there a lot. Are you still on the line, Dan? No, he's he's on. Oh, yeah. I drive by there a lot because I live out that way, yeah. and I've always seen the Kiwanis Sunshine Camp and didn't realize exactly what what it entailed. And uh, and it's sad to see it. I said this last week. It's just sad to see it getting a little shabby around the edges. Yeah. And, and these kids are in heaven out there. And our kids are so, speaking personally from most of the people I know, our kids are so privileged. They don't even realize, you know, that some kids don't get this opportunity. Yeah. So for us, it was a no-brainer. Like, let's get in here and help get these kids out here. You know, they have little cabins that the kids yes. sleep in. Yes, there's a beautiful in-ground pool. Oh, yeah. And there's a a great big, uh, it's yeah. almost like Community the old... Community center or something. Yeah, yeah. I, always, yeah. I always think of it like as the old dance halls, but that's what it's like, right? It's really the great big mature trees, the big fire pit area. You're right at the lake. Oh, it's And Archery. this is in the winter, and it still oh, yeah. looks beautiful. I'd love to see kids it in the summer. Kids need that nowadays, especially with all the technology and stuff, right? To connect with nature and be out there and, yes. and with other, other people their ages. And yeah. You know, who knows yeah. even if it touches one kid for the rest of his life, and and it's going to touch a lot more than that. But even if it touches one child and changes his life, wow! I, I'm I love it. It's listen. It's uh, it's a great place, a great uh, charity to be, be involved with, and we're happy to help. Uh, if you are uh, thinking that uh, you'd like more information, uh, give us a shout. All of our information is on our website, danjemis.com. You can give us a call at the office five one nine. 
And again, you heard, uh, you know, the name of all the realtors involved as well. You can give them all a shout. Uh, Again, Dan Inverarity, John uh, Delamonte, Kim Wheeler, uh, Meg Boshin. um, Robert and Angela Laba. Yep, the Labas. Yeah. uh, You know, so get a hold of any of of those realtors and, uh, and we can all help. Uh, with more information on that event, okay? And I, yeah. I just, I just want to say that even if you cannot sponsor a child, yeah. um, you can either bring something to our yard sale or you can make any donation at all. I'm sure the Kiwanis would not turn away any donation at all. So give us a shout, please, and help these yeah, kids. Yeah, most definitely. And again, uh, the yard sale is a great example. It's so easy. Uh, you know, get a box, clean out your stuff, call us. We'll come pick it up. Mm-hmm. We will make it easy for you. We'll just, we'll come pick it up. Yeah. So it's uh, you know it's fun in the, in the past uh, couple of years because this is our third uh, our third annual yard sale. Um, people will literally take advantage of the fact that we're coming, get the garage full of stuff, and then we'll come pick it up. Yeah, nice and easy. Yeah, all get, you have uh, to do is box it up. You got it. We have a uh, we have uh, the use of a huge tractor trailer um, that we have uh, to store all of our stuff in every year. So it'll be awesome, uh, and we're gonna raise some money to send kids to camp, which is uh, which is always a good thing. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Uh, so again, thanks to Dan for that interview. When we come back, we're going to talk about some uh, featured listings, uh, some buyer wants and needs, and we might even get to uh, some master bathroom, um, you know, cool little... Uh, I'm trying to find my thing, sorry. <laughs> I will tell you in just a second. And I lost my thing. But master bathroom, um, yeah, cool things that everybody wants in their master bathrooms. Okay? Okay. Now on suites. Lots more to come right after this once I, you know, gather myself and... Make more sense, okay? Right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Okay, it's time for, <laughs> and now that I've gathered myself and I, you know, my thoughts are put together, um, as some would say, <laughs> others, Somewhat would, other, put others yeah. <laughs> I would say that's not the case. Uh, Kath and Cord, we have some uh, some listings we want to mention. Some buyers want to mention as well. Go for it. Kath, uh, yeah, first. I have uh, I have two brand new listings. I have an adorable little bungalow on McEwen. Yes. Thirteen fifty eight McEwen, and it's uh, all redone. Uh, two bedrooms and an updated kitchen. Brand new furnace, new vinyl windows, new porch, new front door. Tucked away on a little little uh curve in the road nice fenced yard um that's a really nice little starter home or retiree home for uh 89,000 yes and i have a duplex uh, almost right downtown windsor you can walk to the casino you can walk to our wonderful riverfront you can walk downtown and that has been completely remodeled top to bottom inside and out it shows really well um, a main unit on the on the main floor with three bedrooms and an upper unit with two bedrooms. They both have their own laundries. It's on a double lot, a corner lot, all fenced, brand new storage shed. Really a great place for one seventeen five. And that just hit Friday as that well. That just right? hit yeah. Friday, but we got tons of showings today already. So cool. that's a really good good spot. Fantastic. Court, anything you want to mention from your end? Oh, uh, we've got that vacant land there on Grondon in yes. LaSalle. Um and of course Plenty of buyers that yes looking for all over the place. Anybody um, want to point out uh, specifically wants and needs? Um, what locations are we after with uh, with buyers? Uh, Central Windsor and south of of Tecumseh. Um, and we have like all of our papers all over, and, you know, yeah. all over the desk trying to a lot of county again. Yeah, looking mm-hmm. for 
the yeah, county property me, with with not very many neighbors yes. further further away. Kath, anybody uh, for me, mention? LaSalle. It's a lot. Uh, LaSalle and South Windsor are hot for me right now. I finally found my young people something out uh, east end, so they're very very happy. But LaSalle and Windsor, um, and I need a nice ranch in Amherstburg, a nice big ranch okay. in Amherstburg. Fantastic. Should we also mention uh, congratulations to our clients out Haraway? Can we uh, mention you, it officially? If you, would, if you would like to, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, it just... No, we can't? We can't say anything? Well, it's okay. Is it, is it a secret? No, it's not a secret, but we sold Wanna our... yell from the rooftop? We sold our Go nice ahead. big income property in Harrow, so we're very excited. We're excited for the seller, and because uh, he had it for sale for a little while, and yes. and then we took it on. And Can we it not was, mention which building? It no? was great. No? And I'm very excited for our buyers, because they're a great group of guys, yes. and they got big plans for it, and uh. it's going to be exciting for Harrow, and it's going to be uh, exciting for them, so... Right smack uh, dab in downtown Harrow, yeah. Yeah. It's uh it'll be fun for them. I'm excited to see what uh, what they do with it. Mm-hmm. And uh it's gonna go be a nice there. um improvement right yes. on Main Street. Yeah. Cool. Fantastic and, and congrats to them uh on that. So before we uh before we wrap it up here, um Master Bathroom Must Haves is what uh-huh. I was trying to say when I was trying to find my paper. <laughs> it was buried in all of our stuff here. So, uh, supersized master showers rain. According to a house bathroom trends study, showers are expanding with many of the more than 3,000 homeowners recently surveyed saying they plan to upgrade their master showers and increase its size. You know, and we laugh, um, but when we did our house, um, uh, they wanted to put, the builder wanted to put a, um, a jacuzzi tub in the corner with a, sh- a small shower on the side, we said, scrap the jacuzzi tub, give us a bigger shower. And, don't, you, uh, don't you notice that, Court, in a lot of the houses of we houses. go to? Gorgeous big walk-in oh, showers yeah. with yeah. fancy glass doors yep. and shower heads as big as the sun. <laughs> well, not just it's that. amazing. We save money by getting rid of the tub and expanding our shower. So that's oh. you know one of the reasons we did it, but we wanted a bigger shower. Because nothing you hate more than just standing and you know, just yeah. turning around, rotating on it, you know? Yeah. Um, so... A couple of the other um, uh, big demands uh, or big wants from uh, from buyers with their with their master bathrooms, fifty five percent said they want it to be easy to clean. Really, that's a good one. Easy to store and find, fifty three percent. So I, I would I assume that means like your stuff. So oh, it's easy to say, store and find, you, like a linen you, closet or that okay. kind of thing. Uh, good lighting, with forty seven percent of people want good lighting in their bathrooms. Yeah. Uh, Two person compatible, so. Forty-six uh, percent. So maybe uh, two, sinks, two sinks. You know, a couple sinks, um, which we don't we see. It, we don't see it that often, but we do see it, eh? Yeah, couple we sinks. see it. And I see some showers with the uh, with the two heads, like one at yep. each end. And I, I will always want to ask those people. Okay, seriously, do you do honestly you... both use the shower at the same time that often? I I would assume that not, but it's probably still cool <laughs> to have the option. <laughs> I guess so. The option is always cool. Oh, I'm going to do a survey, Dan, this week. Yes. And I'll let you know. Okay. There you go. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a you know, hugely accurate survey. Three people are going to ask, right? This week I won't see one shower yeah. with two heads. Yeah. I won't see one just because I'm on a mission. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyhow, there we have it. There's your master bathroom must-haves. Okay, lots more to come right after this on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. You're listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, a paid program on AM800. Here's Dan Jemis, your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. 
Thanks for tuning in today, everyone. We had a good time. Hope you did as well. If you are thinking of buying or selling a home, give us a call. The Dan Jemis team would love to help. You can reach us at 519-566-5565. You can call us seven days a week. We always work. We don't stop working. Right, ladies? That's right. Go, go, go. Uh, And you can visit our website, danjemis.com as well. Or you can email all of us. Uh, All of our email addresses are on the website. You can email me direct, dan at danjemis.com. There you have it. Hope you have a good family day tomorrow. Oh, yes. Family day. Family day tomorrow. Yes. I'm going back home to paint some more. (laughs) It'll be lots of fun. Wish me luck. Are your little guys helping you? Uh, Yes, they are actually. Oh, Oh, my God. They've been having a blast. Oh, Lordy. Oh, yeah. Everyone's having a good time. All right, everybody. We'll see you again next week. Have a good weekend. You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. If you've thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.